It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We welcome you to the Locked on Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. I'm Chris Russell. Uh, as we come to you on this uh, Thursday afternoon as I record this. So we have a couple of news and note items uh, that we wanted to get out. And then we're going to be sound heavy because the Redskins have been holding teleconferences with a bunch of the new free agent signings. And being that that's the first time that you guys, Redskins fans, are, are getting a chance to hear from them. Uh, we wanted to play that back for our audience because... Well, they're the players and they're the new addition, so you should hear their thoughts directly from them instead of me trying to describe it uh, and tell you all about them. So coming up in this particular show, we'll hear from Kendall Fuller uh, as he returns home to the Redskins as well. We will hear from Sean Davis, who on Wednesday met the media via teleconference on Sean Taylor's 37th birthday or what would have been. And Sean Davis kind of grew up as um, idolizing Sean Taylor. And ultimately, in the D.C. area where he grew up and played his high school ball and college at Maryland and on to the NFL and switched to 21, as he'll talk about, you know, there's a lot of symmetry there. And that is one kind of advantage that the Redskins have Um you know, in terms of recruiting and luring players, especially at that position. I can't tell you how many guys have come through the door, you know, specifically at the safety position, saying, hey, you know, I, I idolized, I looked up to Sean Taylor. That's why I wanted to be here. Uh, now, it hasn't always worked out. I mean, we'll see about Landon Collins. We'll see about Sean Davis. But it is an interesting thing as they try and also bring back DMV products. Uh, which is something we'll get into as we go along. All right, so before we get there, we wanted to tell you Ronald Darby has officially signed his one-year worth up to $4 million contract. He'll meet with the media on Friday afternoon, so we'll let you hear from Darby when we get that audio, courtesy of my buddy uh, Brock at 106.7 The Fan. He's uh, helping us out by recording it and sending it along, so I want to thank him. Um, and the Redskins, of course, and Redskins Public Relations for putting these on. As well, I uh, just want to send a quick shot. I wrote a lengthy piece on this at RedskinsReport.com. Former Redskins executive uh, for a long time, almost 10 years, Tony Wiley, Senior Vice President of Communications for the Redskins uh, during most of the Bruce Allen era. He left in October of last year. Uh, to become a regional president at the Special Olympics, uh, very much a noble uh, cause and effort. He was chosen by Isaac Bruce, the former Rams receiver, to induct him into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Before Tony came to the Redskins, he had worked for the Rams, uh, for the Titans, for the Houston Texans, and then presumably finished his NFL career Uh, with the Redskins, and 
you know, he befriended Isaac Bruce back when Isaac was a rookie and was drafted by the then first time L.A. Rams on to St. Louis. And they remained friends and close confidants and uh, all of that. And, you know, Isaac Bruce could have easily chosen Torrey Holt or Dick Vermeil or Kurt Warner or Marshall Falk or somebody. And he chose Tony Wiley. So uh, Tony's a friend of mine. Tony uh, did, you know, listen, good work with the Redskins, despite some public episodes that you know places stupid places like deadspin focused on they didn't know tony i know tony uh others know tony and i detail this in the story uh again at redskinsreport.com so congratulations to my pal tony wiley who's getting to induct isaac bruce into the pro football hall of fame hopefully in august um, but whenever it is, that will happen. So congratulations uh, to Tony and to Isaac. Um, so you have that, and then you also have Tua Tagovailoa. He's been 100% cleared, and apparently he said, you know, if he had to play in a game today, he could play in a game today. Whatever. Uh, also, Stephen A. Smith on first take on ESPN on Thursday morning said that he's been told by team sources you know, of course, the Redskins are not interested. Well, I shouldn't say, of course, I pretty much ruled it out to be 99% in Tua Tonga Viola, but that they will take Chase Young and not trade down. So whatever that's worth, just passing it along. All right. So let's hear from Sean Davis, who, again, honored or is going to honor the legacy of Sean Taylor. Uh, along with his new tag team partner at the safety spot, Landon Collins. He talked about his role, Ron Rivera, and more Wednesday via teleconference with Redskins reporters right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Defenses are evolving, and, and, and we had to be able to play both both safeties because, you know, it's going to be an easy giveaway for the offense. So um, being versatile, I think, is another thing that helps us, helps me um, to be able to, you know, try, try and throw offenses off a little bit. Um, but, you know, I'm looking forward to meeting Landon and looking forward to working with him. Hey, Sean, Matt Paris here from the Washington Times. I was just curious, today's uh, Sean Taylor's 37th birthday. Obviously, you're from the area. Just what did he mean to you growing up, and did he have an influence on your game at all? Yeah, he, he was probably the, the biggest influence on my football, you know, my football game. Um, I've been wearing 21 um, since high school. I had to wear 28 for Pittsburgh my first two years, but once 21 opened up, it was a no-brainer that I had to jump on it. Um, you know, he's just, he's just a, a awesome player, man. A huge role model. Um, his his game film is Teach Tape. Um, he's just he he was the, he was a beast. He was the best. Um, and I I try to emulate my game after him. He he instilled fear in the receivers. He he was doing everything everything imaginable. So he was really a freak athlete. And I just try and do what I'm supposed to do, but also. Um, unleash, you know, unleash the inner beast of me and, and, and play like Sean Taylor. That's my goal every every week I'm out there is to play like Sean. Hey, Sean. Pete Haley, NBC Sports Washington. We've heard a lot from free agents and other guys about Ron Rivera and just kind of the coach he is and how respected he is. What have kind of been your impressions of him, either from talking to guys or even if you've had a chance to talk to him too? Well, I haven't talked to Coach Rivera yet. Um, I don't know too much about him, but, you know, just being in the league for four years and just you know, being around guys, you know, you're around new guys every year, every really every week. And um, there's, there's a connection to him that I've met between some guys. And um, honestly, they're saying, you know, going from Coach Tom to Coach Rivera is, is, is great because, you know, those are two um, 
two highly, you know, recognized coaches. And Coach Rivera's been in the Super Bowl. I know he's about business. He's about football. He's about winning. I'm so glad he chose me, you know, to be a part of his team. And uh, I'm really just looking forward to working together with him and, and learning and and just playing my best for him. You're from the area, so you, you know, clearly you know this is a franchise that has not had a lot of winning recently. What, what is it that you heard from these guys? Uh, or what is it you feel like you can bring that, that can turn this thing around? Right. Um, I mean, I, honestly, I'm just really passionate about the game. I'm passionate about being home in front of my friends and family, you know, fans. So that's only going to put more pressure on me, but I feel like it's only going to bring the best out of me you know, compete each and every week. Um, I have some friends, you know, who signed with the team that I know previously who's also from the area. So, you know, we have a connection there, and I know we're all going to try and put on and then show out for our city and, and for each other, you know, especially. Um, and bring some bring some wins, you know, to Landover Field. It's time. You know, I've always, I've, I've always been watching, you know, at the corner of my eye, checking on the Redskins, you know, the past four years. And I still can't help it. You know, they was – they was always my uh, my team, um, but you know, just looking forward to turning things around and 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 putting my best foot forward and and making some plays and you know see what happens. Anybody in particular who was super excited that uh, he came back home? Oh my gosh, everybody! I can't even name one. My whole family, friends, every yeah, everything. It's it's crazy. Hey, hey, Sean, there. You're Sean. You're one of the latest guys from the DC area to come here. Dwayne Haskins obviously drafted here last year. Another guy possibly drafted would be Chase Young. How familiar are you with his game, and what would it be like to play behind a pass rusher like that with the front um, you already have? Right. You know, I um, I don't know too much about Chase Young. I know he went to DeMatha, which was, you know, right down the street from um, the University of Maryland. Um, but I just know, you know, if he's a PG County guy, I know what his mindset is like. I know what he's built like. And uh, I'm eager. I'm I'm, I'm excited. Um, I can't. I can't wait. Hopefully, we grab them and bring that pressure because you know the Russian coverage work together. So you know that's what I live by, and, and hopefully he can make some noise, put some pressure on quarterback, make him throw some some ducks in the air, make it easy for us in the back end. Hey, Sean, this is uh, Ben Standig with the Athletic. Uh, just curious how you're dealing with the uh, you know the, the shutdown that we're all kind of dealing with, and how has it specifically impacted your preparation for the upcoming season? It definitely impacted us, you know, a lot. Um, yeah, the world is really shut down. It's like a scary movie scene every time you step outside the front door. But um, uh, it it sucks because you know it shuts shuts the gyms down, shuts the fields down. You know they have they have the the yellow tape across the fields in the park, so it's kind of hard to find access. Um, you know, especially, you know, when it's cold outside, we like working out, you know, indoors, which we can't. So um, kind of had to take it back old school a little bit, you know, the, the jail body workouts, you know, <laughs> push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups. Um, but, you know, I'm I'm still, you know, rangy, still doing my mobility, balancing core and everything. I'm just, you know, just trying to substitute, do the best that we can, control the, control the controllables. Um, but, you know, I'm just waiting for the weather to break, honestly, so I can get back outside and, uh, you know, start running. You know, I really hate I hate running outside, especially in the cold. So um, I got to get my condition up. Then that's, that's imperative. So once the weather breaks, you know, I'll be back out there on the field and, and you know, do what I'm supposed to do. But definitely whenever we're allowed to be back, you know, I'll be ready. I always make sure I'm ready when it's time to be ready. So it's not, I'm not really worried about it. It's just a, just an obstacle. But, um, you know, nothing's easy. And I'm just I'm built for it. And I'm just looking forward to um, setting foot in Loudoun County. Sean, Sam Fortier from the Washington Post. You mentioned earlier about being proud of the progress you've made with your tackling. 
What did you kind of do to improve that area, and how important is that going to be this season uh, with you being the last line of defense, like you were saying? Uh, I'm not too sure. Maybe just being more comfortable. I don't know. Um, maybe being the last line of defense, I had to really slow down maybe um, and secure all the tackles rather than, you know, having somebody behind me where I can take a where I could take a chance or, or, you know, dive or something and have someone back me up. So um, I don't have that luxury anymore. I am the last man. So I think, you know, really just slowing down, really staying true to my form and, and you know, securing the tackle uh, is really, I think, probably what happens. Um, but, yeah, I'm always – I'm getting bigger and stronger every year, faster. Uh, my body's weird. I feel like I've never really stopped growing. I always grow. And um, I don't know, I'm getting bigger, stronger, faster each and every year. So maybe that is it too. All right, so that is Sean Davis, new Redskins safety coming aboard from Pittsburgh, the Maryland product, a one-year deal worth up to $5 million, missed most of last year with a shoulder injury. So we'll certainly see how ready to go he is. All right, coming up next, Kendall Fuller. That's right, Kendall Fuller of the Washington Redskins. He returns home, a Super Bowl champion. What does he have left in the tank? Probably a whole lot. Hopefully, the $10 million a year the Redskins paid him is right on target. I'm Chris Russell. Thanks for being with us. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, this is the Locked On Redskins podcast. Before we waste any time, let's go right to Kendall Fuller, newest Redskin, again, Super Bowl champion, traded in the Alex Smith deal a couple of years ago, now returns home. Four-year, $40 million deal for Kendall Fuller, obviously an average of about $10 million per year, can play slot, can play outside, can play free safety, uh, can do it all. Kendall Fuller from Maryland, uh, Baltimore, I believe, um, is where he was born. Of course, played at Virginia Tech, drafted in the third round by the Washington Redskins, and then again traded to the now Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs, where he comes back home. Kendall Fuller. I don't even know if they fully know what they want to do yet, you know, just in terms of getting everything that you want in free agency, getting guys that you want in the draft. But, uh, you know, I'm just excited to just, just show my talent, just knowing that I can play anywhere on the field at a high level, whether that's corner, nickel. Um, you know, they, they asked me to go right there and play a little bit of safety too, but just being able to go out there and show that versatility um, and just go out there and make plays, have fun. You've played corner and nickel. Do you prefer either one, or was that just what you're asked to play? How's that, how do you kind of think about that? Um, I mean, I always think of, think of myself as a corner first, just a corner that can go out there and play on the inside. Uh, I remember, <laughs> I remember after my second year in Washington, my oldest brother kind of made a joke with me because uh, he knows how much I, I love corner being on the outside, and he was like, "You might have played so good on the inside that teams teams won't only want you to play in there." But um, I love I love corner. You know, that's what I played in high school, all through all through all through college. But I love you know being able to go out there and producing that nickel. You know, so many things that you have to do, and you know it's. 
there's not a lot of guys that can go in there and play at a high level consistently just because it's such a hard position. Hey, Kendall, it's Rhiannon Walker with The Athletic. Um, obviously, you were drafted by Washington, and now you're coming back. You sort of spoke on that. What do you think it's going to feel like for you coming back into the building, um, considering the fact that the team did trade you to Kansas City for Alex Smith? What is that feeling going to be like coming back to the facility? I mean, it's going to feel good. I mean, this, so many people, you know, you think of when somebody gets traded, so many people, you know, think of so much as if the player is negative about things, negative about people, or negative about the organization. But at the end of the day, you know, that, we know what we signed up for. We know that's part of the business. You know, I actually, I think the day after I got traded, I was able to go into the facility and just, you know, I mean, talk to everybody and things like that. And that's just a move that that they that they made to to try to get the football team better. Uh, you know, I'm just excited to get back there, you know, see everybody again, get to work with the guys, meet the new um, coaching staff, uh, meet meet the the players that are, that have been there since I left and things like that. So I'm gonna be excited. Hey, Kendall, hey. Matt Parrish from the Washington Times. I was just wondering, kind of following up on that, when did the idea of Washington returning to Washington like kind of pop up in your head? Did you hear from them right away in free agency? Just what was kind of the timeline like of your free agency process? Um, well, I mean, my my agents, I, I've been my agents, you know, first started talking to them at the combine and things like that. Just a little small conversation, um, but – for me, honestly, it wasn't really until they called – my agents called me and was talking to me about the offer because just my mindset going into free agency was I wasn't trying to get happy or, you know, look at one team that I really wanted to go to because I was like, at the end of the day, you can, you can want to go – in the free agency, you can want to go to a team and they can have no interest on you. You can be the first option, second option, third option, and things like that, so – um, I wasn't even looking at anything. I'm just like, whoever calls, calls. But, uh, you know, I think as soon as my agents kind of called me and, and uh, about the offer and things like that, as soon as they called me, I said, I told them, say less. I said, let's do it. Kendall, uh, Mike, Michael Phillips here, uh, Richmond Times Dispatch. Uh, what, having been a part of a, a Super Bowl team, what, what do you want to bring back from that team? What did you learn about what that takes that you want to bring back to D.C. with you? Um, just really just that that mindset and that work ethic day in and day out. Um, you know, just it was I think my two years in Kansas City, it was almost like it was almost like well, we we just felt like we put put way too much work in day in and day out starting from OTAs to that. Like it wasn't it wasn't an option of us not going to the Super Bowl of us going to the Super Bowl and losing it. And I think that's just Look, we can't do OTAs right now, but I think that's just starts from day one when we're in the building. Just that mindset, that work ethic, um, you know, and just just everybody helping each other, man. Everybody, you know, becoming one. Um, everybody, everybody, everybody being a leader. Everybody pushing everybody. Everybody teaching everybody, and, and everybody just coming together as one. And, and what are you doing right now? Are you working with your brothers at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I always work out with my with my brother in the off season, so just. Just continuing to do that. Kendall, this is Darren Haynes from from WSA. Uh, What was the reaction like from your family knowing that you're coming back to the DMV area? Um, My brothers, my brothers are definitely happy. Um, I think one of the first things, I think one of the first things everybody said was my brother Corey, 
he was like, uh, he's like, you know, mommy's going to dang there try to move move in with you now. Because my, my mother and uh, father are still in Baltimore and things like that. So them kind of joking, saying that they're going to try to move in with me, me being back in the area. Um, and then for me, my oldest brother had a son, so being able to get back home, spend time with my nephew, golf with my oldest brother. Uh, so really just me just being, being pretty much back with, back with the family, being it. Being able to spend time with the family, see the family, and things like that. I told my mother um, when I was in Washington, I told her I used to tell her twelve o'clock games that she wasn't allowed to come to them because I wanted Sunday dinner after the game. So I, I had to let her know she had to start doing that again. Kendall, this is Julia Donaldson of NBC Sports Washington. Just to follow up that real quick, what's the favorite dinner that your mom cooks? And then how has life changed with you working out with your brothers during all this pandemic? Like, can you kind of walk us through? Your daily routine on trying to stay in football shape. Um, my favorite dishes: um, sweet potato with marshmallows, collard greens, mac and cheese. Um, as long as she took those three, I'm I'm cool with anything else. Um, but in terms of my brothers, um, I mean it's it's not it's definitely different. Um, it's not too much different just because I would in off season so we didn't really do much to begin with besides workout and golf. Um but definitely food wise none of us neither one of us cooked. So that was one of the biggest issues in terms of getting food that neither one of us cooked. And then just working out, just you know, just altering the workouts a little bit, changing it up a little bit, but still making sure we 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 keep on working and keep on getting ourselves ready for next year. And a lot of pain a lot of pain time. Kendall, I, yeah, I was curious that the the interception in Super Bowl. How much do you go back and think about that play and what that play and that win meant? I mean, I definitely think about it. I think now, I think because I'm kind of in that off season phase, I feel like I don't go back to it as much because you know, once you get into this phase of the off season, you just grinding, getting ready for next year. But uh, I mean, it was definitely big. Um, you know, you just I think those couple. I used to tell everybody it didn't it didn't kinda hit me that I actually did that, made that play until really I saw the video of it and things like that. But uh it was big, man, just to, for us to sue the one like that and uh sell it sell it on the high note and get get Coach Reed his first championship was definitely fun. To see him get that Gatorade back and things like that. It was definitely fun. But at the end of the day I, I don't you you grind and, and, and work to make sure that that's that's not the last play that you can remember for it. That you go back out there and make those same plays repeatedly next year. So that's that's what we out here doing now. That was a parade. Oh, it was fun. It was fun. We gotta get one in DC. <laughs> All right, and that is new Redskin defensive back Kendall Fuller meeting with reporters on Wednesday. We'll finish it up right here on LOR next. I'm Chris Russell. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. 
We finish up the Locked on Redskins podcast by always reminding you, you can follow me on Twitter at Russellmania621. You can follow the podcast at Locked Redskins. That's at Russellmania621, at Russellmania621. For me individually or at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins on Twitter to follow the podcast. As well, RedskinsReport.com, RedskinsReport.com, part of SI. All sorts of Redskins video and written coverage there. Warpath Magazine by subscription, a monthly periodical all about the Washington Redskins, available online as well. And listen to me occasionally on 106.7, the fan and the radio.com app as well. Make sure, make sure with the Locked on Redskins podcast that you are checking out our Google News Initiative five and one minute reports available now each and every day, Monday through Friday, one and about five minutes but no more than five minute uh, reports, analysis, opinion. Um, Sometimes you'll hear sound from players. It kind of depends on what's going on and what is available to us. So the Google News Initiative locked on Redskins reports available to you each Monday through Friday and one in five minute consumptions as well. Don't forget to check out the Locked On Redskins podcast and all Locked On podcasts on Apple, uh, Player FM, Megaphone, uh, Stitcher, all sorts of different applications and apps that you can download and check us all out. Uh, again, if the Redskins aren't your favorite team, but you kind of like the Redskins, you like another team, we have everybody covered. Uh, just simply Search for Locked On, whatever your favorite team is, and you will find it. If you happen to be a Cowboy fan and a Redskins fan, God bless you. Uh, but you can do that as well. If you happen to be a Redskins fan and a Rams fan, you can do that very easily. If you're uh, a Buccaneers fan, you can find on Locked On Bucks. So away we go on that. A quick reminder, in addition to all the news items that we told you about earlier in the show, Uh, Tony Wiley and Ronald Darby and uh, everything going on there. We still haven't heard from J.D. McKissick. We'll have that audio for you uh, coming up. Ronald Darby, again, uh, will speak uh, as well, and we'll see what else happens and awaits us as we get closer and closer to the draft. Also, I want to make uh, mention I uh, started a draft preview series on RedskinsReport.com, again, part of SI, uh, and basically it's using the Sports Illustrated Um, big board, the top 50 big board. And what I do is I take the prospect and I list, you know, seven or eight different facts, stats, whatever, um, numbers, just basically bio information, but deep detailed bio information. And then I do a section on how they would potentially fit scheme wise, personnel wise in with the Redskins. And then I do a breakdown of their video highlights in YouTube, just, you know, basically some observations uh, that I pick up. And then we'll also have, um, you know, some expert type stuff and opinions and analysis added into the mix. So uh, we'll go through the top 50, lots of content available for you at redskinsreport.com. Uh, and we try and retweet everything on 
at Locked Redskins at WrestleMania 621. If we don't talk again until the next time, thank you very much. As always, you can email me, WrestleMania09 at gmail.com, WrestleMania09 at gmail.com. If you ever have anything you want to see featured uh, on the Locked on Redskins podcast, please drop me a note uh, and let me know. I try and do my best to keep up with everything, but there's always so much news and rumors and speculation that it's hard to do anything extra uh, in the time that we have allotted. So uh, thanks. Be safe. Don't do anything stupid. Wash your hands, social distance, take care of yourself. uh, And we will be back shortly in due time with another episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Adios. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.